today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, the Black Widow trailer has dropped and we're gonna talk about it. Oh my lord. We're also gonna talk about a little bit of feedback, but like really we're talking about the Black Widow trailer. Like, yeah. come on. Let's dig in on this Black Widow trailer. Woo! For the first time in MCU cast history, we have two sponsors this week. What? We're like going legit or something. Almost, man. We're, we're real close. Uh, for some wonderful food, go to HelloFresh.com slash MCUcast9 and use the promo code MCUcast9. You'll get nine free meals for that. And to keep your, your mouth fresh and cleanse your palate in between all of those, go to GetQuip.com slash Marvel and get your first refill for free. Tasty and refreshing. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. What is up, Jeff Randall? Matt. Carol, man, we were going to do a different podcast entirely this yep. week, weren't we? Had we had a whole thing planned. Yeah, and then somebody looked at those plans and went, <laughs> here's a Black Widow trailer. Yep, and so that's what we're doing today. We're going to talk the Black Widow trailer. I'm super pumped. It, it, this thing is cool. It's really, really cool. Uh, but first, let's start off the show the way we do every week with a five-star review. Oh, a five-star review? Yeah, let's How about drop, this? drop that five-star review on us. This is a marvelous podcast. Mm. This bot is great. My friend told me about it shortly after Endgame came out, and I was out of my mind. This is one of the first podcasts that got me really into them. I've been a long-time lover of the MCU, and whenever I can find space in my school schedule and there's an episode out, I do everything in my power to listen to you guys. I have a love for this podcast in my soul, and I'm glad that it's a reality. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. That was Shell Bob 5. Thank you, Shell Bob 5. You're the best. Appreciate that. Appreciate the five-star review. Uh, okay, now, are you ready to talk about this Black Widow trailer, my friend? Man, I've never been more ready to talk about a trailer in my life. All right, let's do it. So, what are your major takeaways from this, the first Black Widow trailer? Uh, man, my major takeaway is that, obviously, Stranger Things is now part of the MCU canon, right? Okay, all right. Um, I don't know if we want to spoil Stranger Things, but uh, yeah, he. well, I think what happens is maybe he went through some sort of portal uh, at the end of last season and ended up <laughs> here. <laughs> and ended up in Russia. Yeah, yep. yeah, makes total and sense. Actually, I think there were Russians. Yeah, makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe they came through, he went through the portal they came from. Yeah, exactly. Man, yeah. nailed it. Makes total and sense. And then he probably brought mutants with him. Okay, so he's playing Red Guardian, the guy from uh, Stranger Things who plays the, the sheriff. David Harbour. That's yes. it, David Harbour. Uh, yeah, he, he he definitely is the, I hate to say it, but he's the, he's the big takeaway from this trailer. He looks so much fun. He does. I am I like I'm I'm looking at it and I'm like that's that's my new cosplay. That's my new yep. like that is it. I'm I I'm going to grow the beard out more. I'm going to put on a silly red helmet and mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they be... realized after uh Fat Thor that uh like it's really a uh Really, a, a, it's a thing that us c- cosplaying fat dudes like is to have a character that we can cosplay as. Yep. We, we other races and uh, genders aren't the only ones who want representation. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> we 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 like our representation too. The underrepresented fat guy. Yeah, in, in in superhero movies for sure, especially as a hero. Come on. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's, there's way more hero. female heroes than there are fat heroes. <laughs> It's true. It's true. <laughs> and then you've got like these fat villains, like the Blob. Yeah, <sighs> yeah you got plenty of fat villains. You see a fat guy who has some sort of physical, you know, uh, menace, and you just know it's it's he's a he's a villain. Yep. 
and I liked it. Red Guardian looks like he's going to be yet another fat hero. It's exciting, uh, or at least somewhere along that spectrum. Uh, I am just super pumped to find out about Natasha's past. Um, also, do you think this happens after Civil War? Is that what it seems like to you? The yeah, the it, it looks like it's supposed to be happening after Civil War, before Infinity War. Um, right, that's what I was thinking. It, def- it definitely happens before Infinity War because she has the red hair. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. In Infinity War, she had the blonde hair, so. You know, there's the the transition in there that somehow has to be made, but um, yeah, I wonder if at the end of this movie she'll get blonde hair. And that's very much what they did with Endgame and Infinity War. At the beginning of Endgame, is uh, Captain America the first shot is him shaving his beard? Yeah, and it's like I wonder if they're just using using hair to kind of like mark when things happen before and after. I mean, I know that's when, or I know that's what uh, what Ashley Coffin uses to to kind of gauge yeah. when in the timeline things are happening, and. Um, I think maybe Marvel caught wind of it. Yeah. No, they totally took that from Ashley. <laughs> yep. 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 Absolutely. Well, we, we, we start this trailer. We got, we got some, we got some audio from, uh, in game kind of like, and we've got lots of clips from other movies and things happening. So, and, and even from the first Avengers, even from her first appearance. Uh, and so I, I, I just think this is, this is just exciting. I think we, we may see every black widow movie in, in the first few seconds of this trailer, which is really, really fun. Well, everyone except for Infinity War and Endgame because they're not, they haven't happened yet. Yeah. I mean, I think that, uh, that events in this are going to kind of inform some events in, uh, in phase four. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but <clears throat> I, like, we're kind of, we have to go into this, uh, under the assumption that Infinity War and Endgame have not happened yet. And that's what, that's the, the, the narrative point in the timeline that she's at. So we have to, kind of reel ourselves or like, you know, kind of rein it back a little bit to back to where she was. Um, one of the things that I noticed uh, every time that I've watched the trailer, which is like five times now, um, we saw William Hurt in there uh, yeah. as General Ross, but the the shot, like we heard his voice, but then we saw a shot of him and he looks like a younger version of himself. I thought that too. I thought that too. And I wondered if, uh, I wondered if this was actually way before, or, or if you know that could have been a shot from when they're they're tracking her down years ago or something. Yeah, yeah, it could have been the uh, the original uh, time that she was brought in, like brought into the fold or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Also, what do you think of her sister so far? I, you know, I really wanted her sister to be the the seamstress from uh, Spider Man Far From Home, but she's not the same. And I, I honestly, I really like the family dynamic that they've got going on at that dinner table. Yeah. So far. Oh, speaking of the family, I don't know if I've ever mentioned, I think I, I think I have, uh, I have, I love Rachel Weiss. Yes. Love Rachel Weiss. I think yeah. she's awesome. I love her as an actress. Also, I think she's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited that she's playing the mom in this movie. <laughs> we, we think it's mom. It looks like mom. Yeah, at least that looks like the family dynamic. Uh, yeah. The way that she was calling out a Red Guardian for being fat, that just looked like it was probably his wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's a shot of her in in Black Widow garb. Oh, yeah. No, I think she's probably, uh, you know, an older generation of Black Widow, probably. Oh, my God. That's so great. And so, is the Red Guardian her... Is, is he her father in the comics? Uh, no. Red Guardian was just kind of a uh, an offshoot... Um, he was created as a, a Soviet equivalent of Captain America and um, was just kind of like a, a one-and-done sort of thing that came up for the Avengers uh, in comics. Okay. 
Cool. Well, that, that's, I just think it, it looks like he's going to be really fun. The fighting looks awesome. I loved seeing her and her sister fight. Uh, it's just really cool stuff, man. Really, really, really cool stuff. Yep. Any other major takeaways uh, from this here uh, trailer before we uh, go on to the more detailed look, like shot for shot sort of thing? Mm, nothing yet. How badly do you want to see like a handcuff on a bed in the red room. <laughs> mm, I don't know, man. Isn't that, isn't that what happened in a, the Black Widow program in Agent Carter? Oh, yeah. That was uh, the... God, I have forgotten about that entirely. <laughs> yeah, I still... I still we, we talked about it when they originally showed flashbacks of her. I guess it was in um, uh, Ultron, I believe, when they show the, the ballet scene. Yeah. We had talked about how how great and easy it would have been to just have a little bit of like like a like a nod to Agent Carter with some uh, handcuffs on the beds because the handcuffs were on the beds of the of the Black Widow program and Agent Carter. Yeah, but they didn't do it. And then the one that was chasing Agent Carter uh, handcuffed herself to the bed at night. Uh, yes, exactly. Uh, so so we talked about that being cool and it would have been a cool connection, but that was before they really made any connections. But now we know they did make a connection to that specific series with uh, having Jarvis show up in Endgame. So, yep. you know, <clears throat> they could do it. Man, I'm just pumped. This is... <laughs> it looks so good. They did the good. They did a good thing by taking a break. But man, I, I forgot how exciting it is. <laughs> it was only a few months ago. But man, I'm so excited to see yep. uh, another another Marvel movie. So super stoked. And uh, you know, honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna quote Nathaniel Muzzy in the uh, in the Marvels in the MCU cast uh, group where he said, "I did not know how badly I needed a movie on Earth with nothing to do with space." And, like, nothing special, just Black Widow. Yeah. We have had a lot in a row that were, like, multi-dimensional or even, yeah, I mean, even uh, Ant-Man, which is, you know, just pretty Earth-based. You still have the Quantum Realm stuff. So, this is, uh, this is probably just a, just a spy movie, which is awesome. Super excited about it. Yep. Yep. It looks real good. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm so pumped. Uh, oh, when we get these uh, these troopers, and I think it's another Nathaniel Muzzy call out. Uh, he was pointing out these troopers that are chasing her through the debris in one scene are uh, something from comics. Did you see that post? Yeah, it's the uh, superhuman restraint unit. Yeah, which makes me think this is after Civil War. And, you know, at the end of Civil War, uh, she leaves at the end of Civil War uh, having let, let, the other, let, uh, let the people go. And, and General Ross threatens her. And so I wonder if this is after Civil War and she's on the run from, you know, from the government because she she basically broke the Sokovia Accords. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of, uh, I mean, it's kind of her thing is yeah. to, to kind of bend the rules a little bit and then go on the run. Yeah, the, so, only, the only tricky part is that, uh, as you said, Thunderbolt Ross looks younger for some reason. So we'll see what that means. Yeah. Well, I, I just think he's going to make more appearances. Like he's, there's going to be the old version and then the new or the, the younger version from the look of it. That's and true. Maybe, 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 you know, we've talked about it being a, a story that spans time periods and kind of gives us a lot of her backstory. Oh man. Uh, it's, I don't think that it's going to be, but a, uh, a, a dis, disjointed time kind of movie like uh like that episode of agents of shield tracks like yeah. that would be so great in this kind of movie well i think we will i think we'll get that i really do i think something like that is going to happen but i but i don't know how much it may it's probably going to be one forward go moving thing with some flashbacks from her earlier life 
that yeah. we that we get a reveals on as the story goes on. Uh, okay, well, uh, we're about to break into our sort of shot by shot, moment by moment talk. Uh, but before that, we we do that. I think we have a word from our sponsors, right? At least one of them, yeah. Yeah, let's get a word from our sponsor. All right, the holiday shopping season is here, and this year your gift can start next year's good habit with Quip. Quip is something that's sure to put a smile on everyone's mouth because it's dental care they'll actually want to use every day. I can confirm that. I've been using my Quip toothbrush every day, and my mouth has never felt cleaner. Mm -hmm. And with that, that's why Quip is the perfect, thoughtful, and practical gift uh, with an electronic toothbrush, refillable floss, and toothpaste, all intentionally designed to make good habits simple. The Quip Electric Toothbrush has sensitive sonic vibrations and a timer with 30-second pulses to guide your routine, and the Quip Floss Dispenser has pre-marked strings, so you always use the right amount. Plus, Quip delivers brush heads, floss, and toothpaste refills every three months. Join over three million happy customers and check everyone off of your gift list right now with Quip. Just go to getquip.com slash Marvel to save on gift sets and get your first refill free with a refill plan. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash Marvel. G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Marvel. You know, like dental health is hugely important and it sounds like this company is really thinking it through and uh, getting some cool, cool technology and sort of like nudging us in the right direction to get us to, uh, you know, do the right thing with our, by our teeth, which actually affects our health in more ways than we realize. Yeah. It's like having your mom there to tell you that you need to brush properly, except that you don't have to wear pants. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Getquip.com slash Marvel, guys. That's where you go. All right. Well, now, we, as discussed, we're going to go a little more shot by shot. And so we don't, I just, I'm excited about this. We haven't had a, we haven't had new proper content in a while and i'm just Proper very content. very pumped yeah i mean we haven't had we haven't had a trailer in a hot minute yeah especially for a movie mm. yeah absolutely uh so we open on a shot of what i'm assuming is russia i don't i don't know that place <laughs> <laughs> we should probably do a little bit of research yeah but maybe i mean we're left to assume russia because that's where natasha's from yeah, it seems like this entire movie is probably going to happen in Russia. Um, at least the you know the majority of it, the thrust of it, the the, the main timeline, and then yeah. we get a as I, as I mentioned earlier, a series of shots from previous movies. Yeah, and they're they're interspersed in her just staring at herself in the mirror. Uh, I mean, we've got you know Avengers: Age of Ultron shots with the uh, the ballet dancers and mm -hmm. her shooting the gun. We've got the uh, OG Avengers of her butt. I mean, of her walking. Um, <laughs> yes, the first Avengers movie where you just see her from behind walking. Uh, but it's such an iconic shot. That's the follow shot when you when you follow her onto the bridge of the helicarrier for the first time. Yeah. I mean, and then, you know, you've got her awesome, like, heartfelt moment from Avengers 1 after, you know, she cognitively recalibrates Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, they're having their their moment there. All of these, all of, this is the thing, man. Like, with Infinity War leading up to all of this and, and leading into Endgame, like, we had all of this history to pull from, and there's all these, all these characters to pull from. But then even with a movie like this, because she's been around for so long, we can get all of these little tidbits from the these other movies that have been around for a decade. And 
it still feels like fresh, good content, and we're still just so excited to see it in a trailer. Well, for sure, and we've never really had her fleshed out, you know? Like, she's been this background character, in a sense, in all these in all these Avengers movies, and never really had a chance to shine. Um, and I'm, man, it's so exciting to find out more about her and, and really have her be the main protagonist of a film. Yeah. Do you know where this shot of Fury comes from? I'm sure it's from uh, a previous movie. That was from uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier when okay. he was presenting the server blades or the you know the the chips or whatever that had to go into the helicarriers uh, when they were in the cave. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. And also from Winter Soldier is the next shot of her uh, on the submarine. I think it was. Uh, uh, no, that was a, that was a oil platform. Oil platform. Okay. That was, I um, it was a boat of some sort. Okay. Oh, no, yeah, it was a ship. You're right. Sorry. It was a yeah, ship yeah, okay. on the water. Yeah, you're right. Uh, it was not a submarine. It was a boat. Um, and yeah. all of those are interspersed, like I said, uh, like you said, with, uh, with the shot of her looking in the mirror. So I'm assuming, since she's still got the red hair, this is after all of those things. So this is after Winter Soldier, and she, she says, she, are there quotes from a civil war in here or no? Uh, let's see. I had nothing until I got this job. And that, well, that's from Endgame. That's what, I think that's from Endgame when she uh, when she's talking to Cap at the beginning. It might right? be. I, I think mm. I think that's her blonde hair when her blonde hair's all grown out and it's been five years and she's sitting there saying, you know, I had nothing before I had this job and then I had this job and nothing lasts forever and she's talking about. I think I think that's right. Am I wrong? I re- I feel like I remember hearing it, but I also uh, remember watching uh ev- all of the avengers take a knee in theaters and yeah which apparently that didn't ha- that didn't happen in theaters yeah. if you're not on the mcu cast chat group uh, on facebook you should join we all get to make fun of jeff sometimes um not really <laughs> no jeff just jeff popped in there last week he's like talking about deleted scenes from uh in game there's the one of them all taking a knee and jeff was like didn't this happen in theaters and everyone was like no jeff <laughs> no nope, you don't remember that I'm the only one that remembers it. Maybe you're in like a sliding doors, like alternate universe situation. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's one of those Sinbad played a, a genie in a movie in the nineties kind of thing. Yeah. What, what do they call that? The, uh, Mandala effect. Yeah. There's a movie coming out called the Mandala effect. And I think it looks really good. It's going to mess with my brain. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Now, like, you know, other people, with the Mandela effect, or like you know, they they talk about how Sinbad was in a in a thing, and I like I know for certain Sinbad was not in uh, a genie movie. That was Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, that in was Shaquille O'Neal. Shazam, or no Kazam, not Shazam. That was more yeah, recent. That, that's right. <laughs> now the thing that was in the '90s that Sinbad was in was Jingle All the Way. Well, yeah, I mean he was in a lot of things in the '90s. Nah, the the only one that's important is Jingle All the Way. No, I mean, what about that one where he's like a sec- security guard for the president, a secret service agent? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I don't know what you're talking Unless about. I'm having a Mandala effect right now. Oh, God. Uh, Sinbad is a uh, sec- uh, secret service agent, and he's guarding the first kid, I think. Um, yeah, it's called First Kid. Is it I, First I, Kid? Yeah, it's called First Kid. In 1996, I, I just looked up. I tried to look up Sinbad Secret Service, and yep. I instead Googled Sinbad Secret. Uh oh! And I was like, Oh no! What am I about to find out about Sinbad? <laughs> but you know what? It, to, to Sinbad's, uh, you know, to whatever, his credit, to his credit, the first thing that comes up is first kid. Hey, there you go. 
Oh man, same year he was uh, he was in Jingle All the Way. This is a big year for Sinbad and Homeward Bound Two, Lost in San Francisco. I didn't know he was in that. I guess he played one of the dogs. I don't remember that movie. He's the voice of Riley. Ah, I figured he played one of the dogs. Uh, yeah, he was in a lot of things in the nineties, man. A lot of things. That's, Sinbad That's was important fair. to my childhood. <laughs> don't, don't impugn the honor of Sinbad. Okay, uh, I'm sorry. So back to the trailer. Yeah, <laughs> we, we got we, way off topic. Way, way off topic. The, we get a really cool uh, effect with the Marvel Studios yes! logo. It's the best thing that they've done with the logo. Yeah, it's really, really pretty neat. Uh, the logo becomes the Black Widow logo to some degree. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's the center of it. It's the, yeah. It's the pinch in the in the hourglass. Yeah, that's really, really neat. Looks yep. awesome. And then we get uh, an overhead shot of a much more crowded train station than uh, than the one that Harry Potter was last in. <laughs> Ooh, that's a weird fandom to dip into on this one. Sorry. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's that's where we get the uh, the the voiceover from William Hurt as uh, as General Ross. And what does he say? I heard you had to leave in a hurry. Oh yeah. And then she says it's never easy, and you can tell she's looking around, not at the people, but looking for people who are chasing her. So she's on yeah. a train, running from somebody. She's er, er, or at least on the lam in some way. Yeah, I will say I'm looking at this William Hurt shot uh, that, that comes up immediately after that, and uh, it does look like that that's happening uh, in a Spanish-speaking country. Estarsa, I think that's Spanish, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, it looks like Spanish is being, uh, you know, spoken, or it's on the signs behind William Hurt's character. It's, so I'm assuming that is not happening in Russia. Varga Estarsa. <laughs> Just yeah, it's, it's Spanish, and I looked up what is Estarsa, and it's it's Tarsa. <laughs> um, no, hold on. Before we go, I didn't look up Arga Estarsa. That's Varga, Varga oh, Estarsa. Uh, that's that's Hungarian. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's yeah. Maybe somewhere somewhere Eastern European looks like that's that shot of of William Hurt looking very much younger. That's I mean when I freeze it on his face here, it, it's obviously CGI. Like he's he's been de-aged a lot for yeah, that shot. I think you're right. I think you're right. So I I think they're doing something with him at an earlier time. So that's kind of neat. Kind of kind of neat. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. then she, oh my God, she has that stack. That huge stack of uh, of IDs that she's going through. Yeah, I've lived a lot of lives. She says. Yeah, it's like it's like she has like twenty IDs, um, and it's just some really cool architecture <laughs> as she is uh, entering a room with a gun. Yep, uh, and, and it turns out checking all of her corners and yeah, being a badass that she is, uh, and then we get this great moment with her and her sister. Uh, which yep. we don't know is her sister at first, but uh, they, they, they hold each other at gunpoint uh, and talk back and forth, uh, and then they decide, uh, th- I guess they're okay with each other? <laughs> yeah, they, they duke it out a little bit. Yeah. Just so they can, they can vent their frustration with each other. Oh, and, and, and her sister, I'm guessing her younger sister, is swinging a knife at her in a real dangerous way. Yeah, yeah. Just gotta, you know, they gotta work out some issues. Yeah, for sure. But by the <laughs> end of that scene, you know, they're on a bike together. And yeah. then that shot, they're taking they're taking a bike for a ride, probably just like a tourist thing. Like they're probably yeah. doing doing some tours of the area. 
I uh, I do really sick burnouts whenever I go touring on bikes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and there's, if you look around the bike, people are um, running. There's people that are running, looking like they're running for their lives. Either that or they're trying to catch her, and I can't tell. Uh, it's, nah, some guys have groceries. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, they're probably, that was my first reaction too, but then, then that one guy kind of looks like he's running towards the bike, but I guess not. Um, so, yeah, it looks like something is coming down that alleyway. Uh, we've seen in other shots in the trailer a um, tank being driven by Taskmaster, and I wonder if that's what is what we're going to have here. Uh, yeah, it could be. I mean, that would be a, a really good uh, a, a good way to establish his, his menace um, kind of early in the film. Yeah. Yeah. So then we get the the next shot is it says this summer as it's showing a bunch of black vehicles sort of reminiscent of shield pulling behind her and some sort of crashed structure around her. What do we think this is? Cuz she's still wearing like sh- it looks like what looks like shield um battle armor or something in this shot. So I'm thinking this is maybe even for earlier in the film before she's on the run or whatever she's on. like it maybe looks like a crashed Quinjet around her. Or something. Yeah, yeah. This this looks like wreckage from, uh, from the shot where she's uh, falling, uh, in later in the in the trailer. Oh well, see that 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 I think. Oh, I see what you're saying. Maybe maybe that that you mean the shot where she's like falling for looks like falling from very high. Yeah, that's true. That might it might that might be an early part of that might be her actually initially running from the government. Um, like in the early parts of the film, like maybe she's getting away from the government and that's when those robots are chasing her and stuff. Uh, yeah, it could be. Um, I'm trying to zoom in on that shot now to, to check out her attire while she's falling. Huh. And it looks similar. Okay. Well, keeping it chronological in this trailer, we, we move to a shot that I have dreams where this happens all the time. <laughs> What, where you jump to a, a pipe and it goes to fall and you're you're riding it down? Yeah, I have a dream like this all the time where I'm jumping onto some sort of structure like a like a like a you know chimney or pipe or something like that and it's falling and I am I don't know why that I don't know why I have that dream. That's a weird dream to have. <laughs> I, I too have had that dream. Oh yeah. Uh, it's I mean <clears throat> I like to think that it's equating uh, you know, riding a wave down in your life of something that's very, very stressful, but it's going to be okay at the end of it. Cause you know that, you know, you're going to ride it down into the end and then jump off and it's going to be, you're like, you're going to land somewhere safe. Maybe. Yeah. That's what I shot, want it to we, be. <laughs> this is the shot you were talking about. I think where we see her mom or we're assuming mom. Yeah. It looks like at least it's a red guardian's wife uh, is, is being caught by Natasha and, and hanging on, but she's wearing um, an, an, an entire uh, wardrobe that looks similar. Yeah, yeah, she's wearing uh, she's wearing a similar looking wardrobe. We see the the blonde girl is there. The sister is hanging on to the pipe, and she's just in a jacket, uh, just a gray jacket that we saw her wearing when they peeled out on the bike. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about this next shot. This next shot is probably the most interesting shot in the trailer to me. Even there's a lot going on, but this is just so mysterious. There's a shot of some sort of. Uh, dark room where there's maps on the wall and red dots all over these maps. And we don't know what these are. So something is going on. 
Yeah, I mean, there's somebody in a in a suit on the right, and yep. that does not look like ScarJo on the left. It does not. It looks like a different, uh, different shield agent, maybe. Like maybe this is. No, it doesn't I, look like William Hurt on the right either, though. So I don't know who these people are. I don't. I don't think it's Shield because uh, it it looks okay. So couple of things to to look at here uh, i think this is older because there's uh you see a lot of the a lot of slides that are like original like the old school slides that you had to slide into a wheel to to be oh, shown yeah, on a projector right. on there the, are some slides on the desk there's an ewok on the far left i think it's a dancing bear which is a common thing in russia um and i okay. think that this is an older widow that is uh oh. that's reporting in and these red dots are targets because they, they I, look I like, like your, city maps. I like your thoughts. I, this 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 shot intrigues me a lot because there's, there there's not much to go on. There's also it looks like a fist maybe on the sort of right center of the desk, or sort of far right to, of the desk. I guess. Uh, you mean kind of in front of the lamp? Yeah. Uh, that's a bust. That's a that's a face. Okay, you're you're probably right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it also uh, you, good call with it being older. There's big fuses. It looks like almost and there's. It's like an old school, old school phone, an old school lamp. So yeah, you're right. This is probably something. Uh, this is some a flash time in the past. Yep. Okay. I like that. I like that. Um, there's also what is this thing in the almost? It's to the right of the dancing bear. It looks almost like a gas mask. Yeah. Things. Yeah. I don't, I don't. I'm not sure. It honestly, I thought at first that looks like a skull, but it looks like it's got something attached to the top of it. Yeah, if well, if you, if you look down, it looks like there might be some sort of tank there, too. I was thinking like a uh, like a gas mask or some oxygen or something like that. Yeah. And the, the character on the right, the, the, the male in the suit, could be old. He looks older. Yeah, he's he's portly, looks older, yeah, hunched a little bit. Maybe he needs that gas mask for something. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Uh, interesting uh, thing that I see going on, there's a uh, an in-progress game of chess on the far right. Yeah, I see that. I see that. So this is a, this is going to be a strategic character here who, you know, thinks he's always a few moves ahead and in control. Yeah, yeah. The, we're we're deriving a lot from this this shot, and I like yep. it. I like it a lot. This is the kind of stuff, and it's one of the quickest shots, but it just seemed like it was rife with stuff to talk about. I, I dig yeah. it a lot. Um, let's see, and I think that's about it on that shot. But I, I feel like I, we just went into an escape room right now, as, as yeah. like, looking looking at all the clues. <laughs> yep. um, I wonder if there's actually things to be gleaned from like these these maps. I wonder if they're actual cities. You know what I mean? Like you can see yeah. the outline of different roads and things. Um, and I wonder yeah. if, if if you compared these, if you could figure out which cities they are. You know, I would I would be willing to bet that these are uh, very very ac- very much cities uh, and probably large cities. Um, yeah, probably so. You know, I'm I'm looking at a couple of them, just like that. That could be Paris, because I know that Paris is was built in sort Circles. of a uh, circular fashion. Yep. Um, and there's a few of them on there that are that are pretty circular in nature. And Paris doesn't have any major, uh, m- like major highways going into the city. So that third one from the left on the top row could be could be Paris. It's got what looks like a, a river going through the the middle of it too, which Paris is also known for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a good call. That very well could be Paris. I, if anyone has, if anyone looks at this shot, it's at like a little after a minute and fifteen seconds or so in the trailer. Um, if anybody looks at this and can, if we can, I'm curious if these are all international cities, if they're all over the world, if they're just in Europe. I'm, I'm, I'm curious as to the reach of this organization. This is probably, um, 
the Black Widow program, if I had yeah. to guess. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I would think that those red dots are targets in the city. Yeah, I think, I think you're probably right. I, you know, it, it's hard to say, like, how or did they track that? Active Black Widows or something like that. Ooh, yeah, Active Widows. Yeah. Like, we, we've got, we've have, we have our reaches all, all in all over the world, and these are our active, you know, agents. Yeah, but, like, why would they have three agents, like, three widows in the same city, though? That seems oh, kind I mean, of... I, I assume it's a city where they have some sort of operation happening. There's seven in... No, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and... That looks like nine in the, in the uh, bottom row third from the left. Yeah, there's a lot in the one city. There's definitely a lot in, in all the cities, really. There's two to three is at the minimum, and then that one has nine. And I, I'd be interested to see what city that is. Like, if, if that's Washington, D.C. or something, you oh, know God. what I mean? Like, it'd yeah. make a lot of sense. Yeah, it would. Oh, man. There's right. a lot to unpack just from this one. <laughs> like yep, this. we've been on this freeze frame for a while, so let's keep it moving okay. until we eventually make it through the trailer. But if anybody else tracked down any, any other information from that, especially those maps, I feel like those maps have got to say something. Oh, yeah, they absolutely have to. Um, so, next shot, we got uh, we got a bunch of snow, and we get we get Widow in her white costume yeah. from the comics. That's cool, man. I love it. I love yeah. the white costume. It uh, it accentuates her red hair a lot more. Yeah, that, uh, that high contrast, you know. I just, I'm so pumped that we're getting a full. I always love her character, and it's not like you know certain characters you see. They they're really cool in small doses, but you're like they couldn't carry a movie. That is never how I felt about Black Widow. Black Widow yeah. has always been like I want to know more. She could absolutely have her own movies. I mean, we've seen movies that are similar to a Black Widow movie. Recently, they did that Red Sparrow movie. I, don't, I never saw it, but it looked like they had just taken the idea of Black Widow and made it into a non-Marvel movie. Um, and I was <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, see? Uh, freaking Jennifer Lawrence is doing it. Why, why aren't they letting ScarJo? Um, <laughs> or, you know, uh, Atomic Blonde or whatever. Yeah. These movies where like you get this, the badass secret agent lady and I, and I want to see I want to see it in the MCU. I don't know why we haven't gotten it before now. Uh, we get a shot, a pretty non-important, uh, it seems, <laughs> shot of uh, um, her sister. Oh yeah, where she says, "Lucky us." <clears throat> yeah, Excuse but me. then we get a really interesting shot. Yeah, immediately that's, after. That's immediately followed by like one of the another one of at least the uh, the most interesting shots of. A whole lot of what looks like, or it looks like what is a whole lot of widows in training and, yeah. you know, doing turns, having guns out. And one of the, uh, one of the super interesting things about this is that all of these girls that are in here are all of different nationalities and uh, different looks, you know? Yeah, and there's at least 16 of them in this room counted so yeah, yeah you're right there's 16 women in look like what looks like widow training uh and they're all different nationalities so uh yeah it seems like they're getting ready to plant them all over the world which is exactly what we saw in that other scene so i think i think we might have been dead on with like those might be active widows out in the field oh that would be so crazy to activate all the widows to to come and get her because you know that's probably what's going to happen I mean, activating all the widows to come and get her or to come and get the four of them, uh, 
or or even better if there's that many widows around and they go around bringing those widows in to tr- try to help right. to fight against the taskmaster oh yeah the question one of those is, would be amazing the question is what, what what time period is that happening so that training shot of the widows um could that be in the past and these are you know widows who worked for the government or whatever like in the 80s or something and then we're gonna get you know it doesn't th- to me their suits look a little more techy than that so i think it, this do. is modern yeah, they well there's there's a few of them that have LEDs uh in the in the armbands. Yeah. And you know, that's not something that we saw in tech in the past. Uh also just just to uh to call out fashion, the the one girl that it kind of uh that it focuses on, yeah, has a hairstyle that's a, a bit more modern than than 80s yeah you're right well i don't know i could absolutely see that in the 80s i mean she looks a little breakfast clubish. yeah if, she, uh, she looks exactly like the the freak from breakfast club <laughs> like she looks exactly like her what if it's her and you just uh, called her a freak yeah no i think that's what she calls herself isn't it that's so rude that's what she calls herself in the movie okay whatever or, or he calls her he calls her at the end when they're reading off the uh what what everybody was like a slacker, a freak, uh, some I don't know. I can't. Remember. Yeah. Still though, looks exactly like her. It does. It really does. So hey, <laughs> this could be the eighties. Is all I'm saying. It could be the eighties. They, they okay, have a little okay. bit of glow on their suit, but that would not surprise me if that was an eighties thing. <laughs> we we just broke. Uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> like we just broke some glow sticks and then just slapped them on our on our arms. Yeah, that that it really does look like little glow sticks. Um, or like those uh, those little glow uh, rings that you can put on things. <laughs> yeah, totally. Could be later or earlier. We're not sure. But either either way, it's going to be a whole lot of widows involved. Either in the past. What I'm wondering is, will this be widows that are like a threat now, or is this widows who were maybe like my initial thought goes to like them being mistreated in the past which led to Natasha having to come back to fight someone who like, you know, maybe a bunch of them were like burned and killed, you know what I mean? Like by their own government or something. And now Natasha's taken down the people who did that, you know? Yeah. Like fight to free them or, or fight to, to get them hidden or Or fight to avenge um, their death. Cause these are like kind of her sisters that she grew up with and they, they got taken down by the government at some point. And maybe she's one of the only ones that survived her and her sister. Maybe the red guardian protected them back in the day. Um, maybe maybe we'll get an early shot in the movie where like the red guardian is throwing his, you know, well-trained teenage daughters in a car to escape when all the other widows are dying or something like that. You know, Oh man. That would be uh, that would be real brutal. Yeah, would sure would. Um, okay, then we get a shot of a car being a really beat up car swing swinging around in a really badass way, and it's being chased by Taskmaster, who has apparently we assume, huh? We assume it's being chased by Taskmaster. That's true. It, it is an assumption. It, it could be a completely different part. Um, but Taskmaster looks cool. Taskmaster looks. I don't know. Like, I want to say he looks badass because he's got uh, a Hawkeye style bow, which is, you know, always been the thing. But the bow that he has looks a lot like a Nerf bow because it it's got a lot of uh, orange on a lot it. Of, a lot of orange on it, a lot of high vis. But his freaking costume looks so cool. Like, it's always been. In my mind, whenever people are like, "Yeah, let's bring Taskmaster into the into the MCU," I'm like, "How are they going to do his face? Like, you can't just put a skull on him because that's Ghost Rider. That's 
uh, you know, it's Punisher, that's, you know, anybody with skull motif, but what they did is they seemed to, to make it into almost like a, uh, like a paintball mask and just kind of give him a, a gentle skull motif on, uh, on the front there. And I'm, I'm all about it. I like it. I like it a lot. Now, um, this next shot I'm very interested in, and I think it might connect to the previous shot that we spent a lot of time on, because this shot, to me, looks like a younger Rachel Weisz. Yeah. It could be that there's just like a lot of light coming in from behind her, um, and, and you can't really tell her features, but to me, that looks like a young Rachel Weisz, which, if that's the case, and she's backlit very similar to how they're, they're backlit in that room we were talking so long about. And it makes me wonder if she is the woman on the other side of that room. I don't think it looked like her, but it also was pretty nondescript. So something's wrong with her right eye. Oh yeah. Like look at her right eye compared to her left eye. Okay. Sorry. Um, Hmm. Maybe that could just be early CGI and the flooding of the lights from behind her. Yeah, it could be, but it could also be that she got her face smashed up. And it's possible because I mean, there's there's a bit of redness on the, above the brow, you know, like maybe she was getting attacked, and that's during the the let's run away from this life sequence. Yeah, no, I, I think that, that I absolutely now I'm building this story in my head where we get a, a run away from the Black Widow program as like all the Black Widows are being like uh, scrubbed and gotten rid of because they're more of a liability than they, you know. So the, because the government has changed and they no longer want the program or something like that. Um, yeah. And we have like Red Guardian and Rachel Weiss joining forces to like save their daughters or something like that. I could definitely see it. And maybe not even biological daughters. Maybe they're just people they've gotten to know. And as the light dims in, the, as, in that scene, you can kind of make out stuff in the background, but nothing really too descript. Uh, it looks like maybe some big books in the background, like a, a large bookcase. Um, that's about it. Then we get the breakout of Prison of the Red Guardian. <laughs> it looks so cool. He looks so cool. He, he's, he's man, I want, I, I like David Harbour a lot from Stranger Things. That's all I've seen him in, but I like him a lot. And he looks like he's going to be so much fun in this movie. Wait a second. Ah, sorry. No, this is probably not true. Never mind. But <laughs> in, in that, Never mind. There's just another bookcase, and it kind of looks like it's in a similar place in the shot, but I don't think it's the same bookcase because the lighting is just so different. Are you talking about in the in the, the room, map room shot? Red Guardians, uh, like it still fits. Um, oh, which is the best line in the trailer, I think. It still fits, and he puts on the big, puts on his suit that he's obviously like sausaged himself into. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so so good yeah i just i i laugh so hard like that helmet his his metal teeth like all the tattoos i just i'm so happy about this costume yep it's a great costume and i love that all three of them are sitting uh, all three of them are sitting at the table natasha's in her white outfit uh, her sister's in another white outfit uh looking very similar and they all just look like what the hell are you doing? <laughs> it's like they're all still in their fighting form, yep. you know, and he <laughs> has been in prison withering away and he comes out, you know, she says you got fat, which is yep. pretty great. It's great. I like that we're getting this fat guy and there's not the whole depression motif. 
Yeah. Um, as we saw with Fat Thor. Yeah, I mean, he really let himself go in a in a in a rough way, and this is just like he got older and wasn't you know actively working out all the time, so yeah, he got a little chubby. Yeah, absolutely. After he talks about how the family's all back together, the the next shot that we see him in, I I'm honestly gonna say is probably late in the movie. Where oh, yeah. I think so too. He's got his Red Guardian costume. He looks like he's actually fighting. Yeah, like, he's I, gonna I want s- him in that moment. The way he's looking, I want him to say, uh, "I could do this all day in Russia." Or whatever. <laughs> yes, that would be so good. Um, it looks like one of those. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold this guy off as long as I can, so that the others can get their job done, or, or you know, they can escape, or something like that. Whatever. Um, it looks like that kind of, he knows he's going into his last stand sort of thing. Like his hair is real bad disheveled. It looks like his mouth is bloodied. His face is red from getting punched a lot. I'm I'm really hoping that we see more red guardian, uh, you know, further in the MCU, but this might be it for Alexi. I don't know. I don't know. It definitely looks like a harrowing moment for sure. But I, I, you know, it, it, I really do. I agree with you. I really hope that, uh, if this character is as much fun as he seems, I hope he continues in the MCU. I would like to see him more. Oh, Hey, interesting note. So bumping forward a few frames where we see, uh, the shield, the, the taskmaster shield, uh, like buried in the ground in, in the, the tile where they're running at each other. Oh Yeah. In the background there is the wall that was behind the monitors that we were talking about with all the maps. Uh, that's possible? I don't know if I agree, but it is definitely possible. Looking back at that shot. Let me go back, because we talked about that for a hot minute. That was at 119. Yeah, I know that is absolutely the same wall. Like all the the squares? Okay. Yeah, all the little squares of, of glass, like that is the same wall in the background. Yeah, I don't know if I I don't know if I agree, but I, I see where you're coming from. It, it, it's similar. It's definitely similar. Uh, okay, it's, it's it's a very different context. There's no desk. It almost seems to me like if that is true, if that is the same uh, windows that they didn't. It's probably from the other side. Oh, oh, now that I see. Now I see what you're saying. Yes, yeah. from the other side, I absolutely agree. I was trying to see this as the same room, and I didn't see that. But Oh, no, 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 not the same room, but I, I would say from the other side. Yeah, definitely. I think you're dead on. I think, I think you're right. It's from the other side. Also, yep. his shield looks badass. Is that a vibranium shield, by chance? Uh, <laughs> did it's not a vibranium learn, shield. Did he fight from a... I wonder if he's going to have his powers from the comics, right? Because he can... He's, he's like a... He's, isn't he like Bobby, where he can watch someone and mimic them? Bobby? Uh, you know, oh Bobby Morse, yeah Bobby yes. Morse from Into Shield, Mockingbird, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, that's that's you know his power is is uh, what is it, photokinetic memory or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Um, it's some weird term to basically mean that he can copy any fighting style that he witnesses happen. Cool, I dig it. Yep, yep. Uh, so there's the shield buried in the ground there. There's a knife at the bottom left, like. These guys have been duking it out for a minute at this point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a good fight, too. It's going to be a real good fight. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that fight looks awesome. And then we get moving on, moving on. We get a shot of an avalanche, uh, which looks cool, uh, with a lot of uh, like uh, 
helicopters and things running from it. Well, I guess one helicopter running from it. That's probably our heroes, if I had to guess. If I if I know movies, that's probably our heroes on a helicopter running away from that avalanche. Then we get a shot of her sister firing a missile launcher. Uh, it's not it's not her sister. Oh, is it it's not? Her. Yeah. The, if you look at the the helicopter, oh, is it? Her? It's got the same stripes that you see it have. Oh, that might wait, 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 wait. You're right. You're right. It is her sister. She's got the jacket. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, yeah, it's her sister. Yeah. I got a good freeze She's frame. Got the jacket. <laughs> it's it, we're, we're sitting here freeze framing, trying to see everything. Cool. Yep. Yeah, so oh, her sister that fires looks... a missile or something. Rocket. Uh, rocket propelled grenade looks like. Well, actually, uh, I'm I'm getting it like mid fire, like mid shot. Um, that looks like one of the energy weapons that uh, that Shield was working on developing. Huh. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, and then we get probably one of the coolest sequences in the trailer, which is N- Natasha jumping w- without the power of flight, by the way, uh, <laughs> jumping off of a rig that looks like it's forever in the air. And she looks like she's falling through the wreckage of Sokovia. Like it's, it's just tons of wreckage. Uh, we don't, I, we don't know what, she, what's breaking apart here. And she's being chased by some sort of robotic or, uh, what are they called in the comics again? Uh, they were the Cape killers, the superhero, re- uh, restraint unit. Man, looks awesome. Yep. And then we get a beautiful, beautiful shot of uh, it's an animation of Black Widow walking through the halls of the uh, of of like I guess the Red Room, and it it turns into her logo. And man, oh man, I'm pumped. Yeah, that uh, that walk through the through the hall reminds me a lot of Avengers One too, or One also huh, when uh, when she was being chased by Hulk. Oh, yeah, 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 but she's a lot more confident in this shot than she is when she's running from Hulk. (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. Okay, Um, so yeah, that's our our shot-by-shot breakdown of the trailer. That was fun. Um, Fun to dig into all that. I love those, like, freeze frames where there's just so much going on, and you can endlessly talk about them. (laughs) All right, well, let's hear a word from our sponsor this week, Jeff, or or our second sponsor of the week. Who we got? Second sponsor of the week is HelloFresh. Our good old friends, HelloFresh. They're awesome. Good good old friends at HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Uh, you can get easy seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door. All you have to do is cook and enjoy. Uh, they make cooking delicious meals at home a reality regardless of your comfort in the kitchen, especially people who are as uncomfortable as Matt. Hey, we already did the Star Wars episode yesterday where I got picked on all day. <laughs> For like 10 minutes. All day. All day. I might be really good in the kitchen, man. Uh, You've said before that you were not great in the kitchen, but HelloFresh brought you to the kitchen and made you feel like a rock star. Yeah, that's that's true. I was just trying. I just just felt attacked. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) I mean... With HelloFresh, there's something for everyone, from family recipes to calorie smart. Uh, there's a vegetarian plan, and there are fun menu series like Hall of Fame and Craft Burgers. Uh, there's um, there's really good Craft Burgers in there, like the uh, the Gouda Pork Burger. It's pretty Gouda, but I'm just. <laughs> and uh, you know, if if you hear about things like that, you know there are times where you you hear that they've got all these different plans and like oh we've got all these recipes and you're thinking oh yeah but how great are those recipes really hellofresh has more five-star recipes than any other meal kit so you know you'll get something delicious every single week and because you're you'll know you'll get something delicious you might want to add some more to it you can do that too you can add extra meals to your weekly order you can add garlic bread you can add cookie dough which is a terrible idea for me 
but you can add cookie dough to I, your box. I didn't know about that, and I think I'll be doing that this next this next order. That's exciting. Cookie dough, man. Yeah. I don't need it, but I want it real bad. In my face. In my face. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're food. I've never had a bad meal from HelloFresh. And, and honestly, sometimes they're a little adventurous for me. Like, sometimes I get a, a meal and I'm like, ooh, uh, this, you know, fish thing with the, the, lots of green things. You know, I'm not that healthy of an eater all the time. And then, then I cook it and I'm like, man, it was seasoned so perfectly. Yep. And, and they just do such a good job of, you know, teaching even a guy like me who, as Jeff outed me for, is not great in the kitchen. Uh, to make really great meals with all that, that expose me to new things, and I love it. You know what? You are great in the kitchen. You're a rock star with HelloFresh guiding you. Thanks to HelloFresh. That's right. If you want to get your uh, your cookie dough, your garlic bread added on to your nine free meals, you can go to HelloFresh.com slash MCUcast9 and use the code, the promo code, MCUcast9. Nine free meals is a really freaking good deal. Yeah. With your first order, you get nine free meals. That's a that's a lot of free meals. It makes that first first box just like a no brainer. If if all of you aren't doing it, and you know we often talk about ways you can support the show on here, and you got to eat. Go get your first uh, first month of HelloFresh and get them nine free meals. It's it's really rad. It's a good deal. And that's nine free meals if you go to hellofresh.com/mcucast9 and use the promo code mcucast9 at checkout. Get yourself some Korean beef bibimbap. Expand your horizons. You gonna like it. Mm-hmm. All right, my friend. Well, that was fun. That was fun breakdown of this here trailer. But you know what? I think we need to get to now. Feedback. What are other people talking about? What are other what people are, saying about all this stuff we love? So we just talked about Black Widow. Ashley Coffin agreed that trailer was fire. Feels like it's been so long since a trailer breakdown episode. Well, here it is. You're welcome. Yeah. Wow. She wrote that in just in time to be on the trailer breakdown episode. <laughs> yeah. You guys could also be on be that next time you see big Marvel news. Just write us. We'll probably talk about your feedback. Yeah. <laughs> just throw words at us. Any of them that you choose. <laughs> I think uh, Melissa Khalil, I believe is her name. Uh, she has some uh, feedback from this Black Widow trailer as well. Yeah, she says, hey guys, have some thoughts on the Black Widow trailer. To me, it seems like Nat and Red Guardian don't know each other, at least that well. They show Nat's look of confusion for a brief second when he sits down at the table, as if she's never seen him before. And when he says, family back together again, he's only looking at the side of the table with Iron Maiden and Yelena. Also, Yelena is wearing the same jacket that Nat is wearing in Infinity War. I wonder what happens to Yelena given this film is set right before Infinity War. Also, have we heard anything about Clint Barton appearing in this movie? I need to know what went down in Budapest, which is also the first shot of the trailer. But oh my god, that logo sequence! Can't wait to see the movie! Oh, that's the first shot of the trailer. Thank you, Melissa. We were just talking about what is that first shot, and we were assuming Russia. If it's Budapest, that makes me even more excited. Yeah, that uh, that allows the entire movie to be set in Hungary, because there was that uh, that Hungarian text on the side of the the trucks. Oh uh, yeah, everything. That's true. Or you know, it sounds to me like an early scene in the movie might be set in Hungary, because uh, it might be Budapest. That's probably where um, uh, Ross is as well in yep. that that Budapest scene. And we're probably going to find out what happened in Budapest. Yay! Thank you for calling that out, Melissa, because we are uncultured fools, and we did not know that that was Budapest. Yeah, I don't even have a passport. I'm sorry. Oh, man, I just got one, but it was so I could go to Alaska. (laughs) 
Yeah. Alaska, a different country. <laughs> That's its slogan. Yeah. <laughs> Alaska, a different country, right? <laughs> Please. <laughs> really like slogans that ends in question marks. <laughs> that makes it so official. Yeah, totally, man. <laughs> Totally. All right, all right, all right. So Melissa continues saying, Also, I feel like some people are unhappy that Nat is getting her solo film, uh, but I think it's beautiful. With every other MCU character, we understand their path and know or have seen on screen the, the trauma that made them into a hero. With Nat, we have no real idea of the trauma she has endured in her life, and with her being one of the founding and most important characters in the MCU, I think it's really beautiful that we're going we're going to see what made Nat Natasha Romanov into the Black Widow we all love. I'm totally with you, Melissa. Anyone that's saying bad things about her getting a solo movie is just being a troll. Like, straight up. I, I don't understand at all how you could not want a Black Widow movie. Yeah. I, I don't understand how you could watch that trailer and be upset in any way. I Like, the only thing that you can be upset about is that the movie's coming out in May instead of right now. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair thing to be upset about. <laughs> and I am pissed. Yeah. <laughs> Silly. Were there any other... I think that's all the uh, Black Widow talk. Okay. So let's okay. Uh, move on to some other topics here. Uh, with uh, that being said, if you, if, you, if you don't like Black Widow just because it's a female movie, get over it, man. <laughs> like, I, don't, I, I doubt there's many people in our listenership that are that way because uh, we were pretty, uh, you know, open to <laughs> that kind of stuff. So I don't think we're, we're not those kinds of fans. So I doubt there's many people listening that feel that way. But, like, Why? Why, why are people why are people like that? I'm going to be a bit more aggressive about it, uh, just because this is how I feel. Uh, if you don't like that Black Widow is getting her own movie and you're upset, fuck off. Go listen no, to something well, else. If you've got a different reason, it's one thing. Uh, but if you're just doing it for... for uh, if you've got some, some logical reason you can explain to me, that's one thing. But it, I just can't... Like, when, when everyone talked about not liking Captain Marvel, you know, there was definitely some sexism going on in that. But I could also understand it, because Captain Marvel had its problems. Like, I, I also... I have no problem with a female-led movie, but I did not love Captain Marvel. Uh, it, it was not my favorite MCU movie by far. Uh, we ranked them... I think it was in the bottom half, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I, I just... Like, I just can't imagine not wanting this movie for any other reason like it, it, i mean if you've got if you're out there and you have a some logical reason you don't want this movie like i, I guess maybe you think it's a prequel i guess that's an issue i, I see now I'm, I'm, I'm trying to headcanon why someone might not want this movie um i'm trying to i'm just trying to understand no there's nothing to understand they're jackasses let them let them go somewhere else <laughs> well if they don't like hearing us talk about it they probably will because we're going to be, we're going to be excited about this thing yeah we are i'm already excited about this thing like give me more much. Give me another trailer. Yeah. It could be the same thing. Today. Just drop another one now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, let's see. Uh, <laughs> uh, looks like Sherman Smith is uh, jumping in on, on some discussion that we've been having about uh, how Rhodey and, um, and uh, Rocket Raccoon ended up in Giant Man's hand uh, coming out of the rubble. He says, why couldn't they just jump into, into Giant Man's hand after he grew? Uh, they could have, but it appeared that he grew and then released him f- them from his hand. I- I'd have to go back and look, but that's at least how I saw that scene. Yeah, that's kind of what it looked like to me, too. It looked um, like he was protecting them in his hand, and then as he grew, he released them. Yeah, like, I'll protect you from the rubble as I erupt out of it, and now you're free. 
but and it might have somehow been squished since you would have been much smaller to fit in my hand. I don't know yet, but but who knows? I'd have to rewatch it again. It's been a while. It's not something I'm terribly worried about. No, me neither. <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's such an amazing scene. It's like the one quibble I have with that scene, and it's not big. Not a big deal. Yep. And uh, Shrimp Smith also says, I wanted to wait for Disney+, Plus, but I didn't think I could get it for free if I waited for the Marvel shows. Mm, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know with that. The, we are not spokesmen for uh, Verizon, who's giving away the free year of Disney+, Plus, but I, I don't know if that's still going to be going on by the time we get Falcon and Winter Soldier. I mean, if they want to sponsor us and make us spokesmen, we will do that, but we are not yet currently. We absolutely will do that. <laughs> Yeah, we, we, are, we are happy to bring on more sponsors. More sponsors means more show, and we've got other ideas for podcasts that we're trying to get started, but we basically are spending as much time as we can do we can on the show. Yeah, we got to start so, watching X-Men. We, <gasps> we, oh, we haven't told them about that yet. Okay. So, Robert right, Vogel. Well, let's, 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 let's go ahead and throw that out there. Why not? Okay. Uh, okay. So, okay, we have a new show idea, uh, and it would involve, the launch of the show would involve me and Jeff watching all of the X-Men movies in order and discussing them. Uh, w- would you guys follow us over if we did that and, and, and subscribe on a new feed? Uh, the, the, sh- the show will have a bigger scope than that, but that would be the launch of the show is us watching the first 11 X-Men movies or whatever. So uh, you two guys to let us know what you think of that. If you like that idea, if you want to hear us, we, uh, we, we get those requests a lot to talk about the X-Men, the Fox X-Men movies. And uh Yeah. I'm I'm curious if 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 you guys want that we're 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 right now we're trying to see how to make that time happen and if you guys are actually really interested in it uh, we will be more likely to launch that show so let us know just hit us up give us some feedback on that so next up we got uh, Robert Vogel saying with Disney Plus I've done a whole bunch of binging on Marvel movies and I'm just wondering is the creature that door demolishes in the dark world at the beginning of the movie the same kind of creature that Korg is oh oh oh, oh sorry. Uh, creature the that Thor creature. demolishes in the Dark World at the beginning. Oh, then, yeah. There's a there's an autocorrected door yep. demolished. Yeah, and um, he looks very similar. I don't agree. Um, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah the the creature that he demolishes is actually um, reminiscent of the Stone Men from Saturn from the very first comic involving Thor: Journey into Mystery uh, number was it sixty three? And it doesn't matter. Um, first one involving Thor where. Uh, Dr. Donald Blake finds the uh, the cane that turns into Mjolnir, and the stone men of Saturn think that they're going to take over the world, and he just beats the crap out of them. It looks exactly like those guys. And I remember whenever the movie was was coming out that the um, the director and you know various people that were involved in costuming were saying, like, this is a character that we've all kind of you know, wanted to bring to film, but it's been hard to figure out where to bring it to film because, you know, it's it's a throwback. And here's how we did it. That's neat. Okay. So uh, so probably not. Do we know, is, is Meek not that same thing, though? Could it be? Uh, you're talking about Korg, not Meek. Sorry, Korg. My bad. Uh, it He didn't say who he was, just that, it, that he was made of rock, uh, but he's shaped differently. Okay. Which, I mean, I mean, could be the yeah, same race and he's shaped differently, but yeah. could also be a different species entirely. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, so the answer is we, we're not sure, but you're, you're leaning toward no because you think that was... But I, I don't see why Korg couldn't also be a throwback to that uh, that comic book. No. No. Doesn't make sense. It's not possible. <laughs> There's no way. Okay. <laughs> Jeff sure. Yep. I am very uh, set in my ways, and that's all there is to it. 
All right. Uh, Let's see. Brendan McCauley says, hey, guys, my head's exploding. I'm rewatching Winter Soldier, and I noticed in the scene where Cap and Pierce meet right before the elevator fight, there's a picture of Pierce and Fury shown. What's nuts is that Fury is clearly post-Captain Marvel and has not one but two eyes. Now, I would like to think this is in continuity, which means one of two things, body double or alternate timeline. What do you think? Brandon, you are my kind of guy. I love the idea of you just see something on screen and it's on the screen. It has to fit into continuity. Yeah. Uh, Truth be told, it's probably a mistake, but, or, you know, they hadn't planned on when they were going to have him lose his eye yet. They just wanted to have a shot. But I would have to probably go with, if I were headcanoning this, even though I'm sure um, William Hurt looks older than he should, I would have to just, William Hurt is, it's probably pre-Captain Marvel, and William Hurt's just one of those guys who's looked the same forever. He's like, uh, like uh, Patrick Stewart. <laughs> or, Are you talking about, um, you're talking about Robert Redford? That's what I meant. Sorry. Robert Redford. Oh, sorry. My, get my, uh, get my, you're getting your old white confused. guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mixed up. <laughs> you know, it's just, we need less old white guys in, in, in the show. I'm not, I'm not recommending any sort of rash action against old white people. <laughs> um, okay, but yeah, no, uh, but, it, but but those are two al- options, uh, an alternate timeline or a body double. Another option is a scroll, which would be probably a more likely option since. Oh, I don't know. I mean, at the end of, uh, at the end of Captain Marvel, he's like having a selection of glass eyes in front of him. Oh, that's true. And he could have been in, in a stage where he was trying out that and, you know, seeing how that works. Yeah. I, I don't then, think he had the scar though. So. He also has the scar on top of having a glass eye. You have to have the big scar. Yeah. So it doesn't. It, it, it's hard to make make sense. Like even if it is a body double or whatever, I guess alternate timeline could make sense. But why is that picture up? <laughs> alternate timeline seems like it would be a secret. Well, alternate timeline uh, because of the events of Endgame. Right, but and it's not like they would know that that that's an alternate timeline. I mean. To be uh, to be fair, to be honest, like alternate timelines were not even a, a consideration at this point. Like this was between Avengers one and two. Joss Whedon was still directing Avengers movies at this point, so the the thought of it being, you know, uh, in any way related to Captain Marvel being in the set in the nineties was not even a consideration. Yeah, yeah, I think that's true. I think that's the that's the issue is they just didn't plan for it, but. It's fun. I like I said, Brandon's my kind of people uh, to <laughs> to try to make everything fit because that's how my brain works. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so next up, David Pendergrass said, "Calling this now. WandaVision is an alternate universe Wanda makes because she snaps after all that's happened. The show feels like a '50s sitcom with laugh track, but the occasional creepy off-screen noises, like the the wah from Lost uh, and twitches in the in the screen, quote unquote, and whatnot." It ends with the universe imploding, leading to Doctor Strange 2. Thoughts? I think that is a very, very possible. Uh, I, I definitely think that's gear close with how, what WandaVision will be. I, I'm, I don't know how closely it will be tied. They, they've said we have to watch it to understand uh, Doctor Strange, but I, I, I'm very curious how, how much that's going to be true. Yeah, they said that WandaVision is going to lead straight into the events of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, as far as, like, you know, how deep they're going into her going a little bit crazy, uh, you know, I like House of M, 
and I've mentioned it a lot on the podcast. House of M is a, a really great story and would be a really great story to see her kind of uh, craft around herself. I mean, we don't have uh, Wolverine to heal himself and, and heal his memories or whatever, but, you know, maybe we do. Maybe it's an alternate universe that she creates and and makes a family for herself, and that family just happens to be mutants. And then who's to say that's not real people because it's in a real alternate universe and they cross over into this one? Yeah, that could happen. I, I think, I, yeah, I don't know when they're going to introduce mutants, but I feel like it's going to be a big deal, but maybe not. Maybe they'll introduce them slowly like that. Don't know, man. Don't know. Yeah. Uh, Bradley Boyd said on Twitter, Hey, Adam, to you, cast loved Matt's song, Super Hummable, and I've never seen an episode of Star Trek. Well, thank you, Bradley. Uh, I really appreciate that. I, w- I, I wondered about, th- I wonder about that. I, I sent a song to a friend last night, who, and I was like, as a normal person, what do you think of this song? <laughs> Someone who's not as broken as I am about uh, with my love of this geek shit. Like, uh, is this a song good or am I am I am I am I crazy? Because uh, I I just wrote one this week that I really really like, and since Bradley said he liked the one last week, I am gonna post that one on this episode if you're okay with it, Jeff. I mean, sure. Sweet. What, was he talking about the the data song? Yeah, I think so. Because I posted it at the end of last week uh, last week to so the week before's episode. Yeah, yeah, you. You've already posted that one. Don't no, post no, it no, again. No, I've, got a, I've got a new one. I've got a new one. Oh, sorry. I, I, I have six new Star Trek songs. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, have I, I've told you about this, right? I, yeah, I, you told I, me I about the album that you're writing for, for uh, Picard. Yeah, and I'm writing one song a week until Picard comes out. So I'm writing all the I'm writing 14 episodes or 14 songs dedicated to 14 different episodes that are germane to the Picard series. So <laughs> if you watch all the episodes that I am, you know, uh, whatever committing, uh, devoting these songs to, then uh, you will kind of get a good feel for who Picard is, um, and I am just super pumped about it. But it's it, it's it's all happening over on the Star Trek Universe podcast. But when one really comes out really good, I'm just gonna post it over here just to share with my friends over here because I really am excited about it. I just I'm having a blast, and I'm gonna write I'm gonna write some Marvel stuff once I get there. Once I get done with this big project, um, then I'm I'm definitely gonna end up writing a Marvel song or two. Okay. Okay. If anybody has any requests, like write a song about this guy and how he feels about that, and maybe, maybe let me know. I'll, try, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'm, I'm open to commissions or like trying because I really like the idea of uh, writing these like very specific songs about how different characters feel at different moments in movies. I think it's a super fun little thing to do. Hmm. So listen to the end of this podcast for my uh, song. It's called "Just a Drone." Oh, uh, Matt, I wanted to circle back on a discussion we were having a few minutes ago. Uh, oh, sorry, I moved on to Star Trek now. No, Korg is part of the Cronin race seen in Journey into Mystery number 83. After his defeat at the hands of Thor, when the Stone Men tried to invade Earth, Korg became a prisoner of the Red King on the alien planet of Sakaar. Okay. Uh, this is in comics. So, Korg, that is in comics, is not only the same race as the... Uh, the stone men from Saturn, uh, he is one of them. Great. Well, there so, you go. Same well, race. You, 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 you were wrong. I was right. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> we're all allowed to be wrong sometimes. I keep telling you, you're allowed to be wrong. I don't know, man. I just haven't. I, I know I'm allowed to. I just never have been. 
I um, mean, just did you listen to yesterday's podcast? <laughs> you were clearly wrong. Hey, we're no longer on the podcast where I can't defend Star Trek. Don't bring it up or, unless you want me to. <laughs> All right. Uh, so next up, Stephen Bennett said, "Hey Matt and Jeff, I love you guys. Not quite three thousand, but somewhere in the low six to nine hundred range. Don't worry, that's still pretty high. I'll take it. I'll take it." <laughs> He says, I'm writing in because I think we should talk about Ghost Rider. I was pretty bummed when they canceled the Ghost Rider series on Hulu. However, I knew it obviously meant that they're going to use Ghost Rider in future MCU films. I'm pretty sure they're planning a Midnight Suns movie with Ghost Rider, Blade, and Moon Knight. How awesome is that? The reason I'm writing in is <clears throat> that I'm a huge fan of continuity, like Matt, and I'm not sure how they're going to explain Robbie Reyes. I'm fairly certain they will want to use the most famous iteration of Ghost Rider, Johnny Blaze, in their movies. The best solution I can think of is Blade, Ghost Rider, and Moon Knight are all prequels of sorts. All three of them are so under the radar that they could have been teaming up in the early 2000s and no one knew. As much as I don't like prequels, I think I would prefer this to them just asking us to forget about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Let me know what you think. I think that's possible. Obviously, they're starting to do prequels more. They've done two. Um right off recently but uh, another a little headcanon workaround i don't know much about the comic version of ghost rider um i'm assuming the spirit of vengeance is only in one person at a time yeah but yep. i could kind of see a world where johnny blaze gives the spirit of vengeance to uh robbie reyes but also continues to hold a spirit of vengeance within himself i don't know just a thought um, like maybe, maybe, maybe there can be more than one. Maybe this isn't a Highlander situation. <laughs> I mean, maybe it is a Highlander situation and you know, there's a bunch of them and then they all have to come together to have a big Ghost Rider fight. Yeah. I'm down with Ghost Rider fight. I, I go with Jeff's <laughs> idea. Ghost Rider fight. <laughs> Ghost Rider fight. Ghost Fighter, Ghost Rider fight. Ghost Fighter right. Would, Ghost Fighter right to survive would be amazing. Yeah. I'm sorry. It could be good. No, that's that's be good. dumb. Uh, okay. You got you got you a ghost fight for your right to party. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can we have that movie? I, I mean, it's it's basically Robbie Reyes in college. Okay. I, I don't understand. What do you mean? If that's the movie that popped into my head. Oh, I don't fight know what for your movie right you're party? talking I'm about. I'm just thinking about the song. I don't know. Is there a movie no, called yeah. that? Ghost fighter. You got you to ghost fight for your right to party. And Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, yeah, like a like a party, it's, it's, like a party, like a like Van Wilder, but with Ghost yeah, it's Rider. Van Wilder. It's it's Van Ryder. Van Ryder. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ghost I'm, Ghost Wilder. It's Ghost ooh, Wilder. Ghost Wilder. That's good. It's good. That's even better. Okay, <clears throat> let's end this. Well, Gavin Fry sent us an email. So, greetings once again. I have speculation on what the two new movies added in 2022 and 2023 might be. I think the movie in 2022 will be a Fantastic Four movie, and the way they will they will be introduced is through Black Panther 2. Since they have reached out to the rest of the world, Wakanda has had to contact many major companies, and they probably have to contact Reed Richards for something. And then they have to call on the Fantastic Four when someone like Norman Osborn tries to steal vibranium from Wakanda. The movie in 2023 will be The Champions. I'm calling it right now. I don't know how or why, but it seems plausible. Love to hear your thought on this. And you were right, Jeff. Last time you read my feedback, you said I don't have to hide my love. That it was a safe place. I love you, Jeff! Bunch of caps. All the all the exclamation marks. <laughs> Your obedient servant, a burr. Nice. And if this gets read, I believe this will be my fourth feedback you've read. 
Oh, well, sweet. Well, thank you for writing in again, Gavin. Uh, we got to stop reading Gavin. He's getting, he's getting too fancy. <laughs> no, see, I'm not familiar with the champions. Are you familiar with the champions? As a, uh, as not offhand. Okay. So, see, this is us, uh, you know, admitting our, our faulty memories or just faulty not, you know, knowing things. I'm assuming that's a different Marvel team. It is. Uh, it looks like it's a 1968 drama uh, that only ran for one season. Oh, no, wait, that's a TV show. <laughs> but um tis um yeah yeah i don't know i don't know the champions but it looks like they're uh, it looks like nova cyclops um spider-man uh miles morales spider-man hulk yep. and uh kamala khan so that, that that would definitely be oh it looks like some runaways in there too uh yeah that that would be a fun team for sure yeah, it looks like uh, it looks like a bunch of younger people. I mean, we are getting, like, we know that we're getting a series about Miss Marvel, uh, Kamala Khan. Um, the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse did very well in theaters and um, is just straight up a great movie. So, you know, Miles is getting a lot of uh, getting a lot of uh, play as far as movies. Yeah, no, I um, think we'll definitely see Miles. I just don't know if they want to do it just yet because I think they want to play with, uh, you know. OG I mean, Spider-Man first. Yeah, Peter's still young, so I, I think that they're going to stick with Peter a bit longer. Uh, but, you know, the the Champions, looks like Champions was first released in, well, this this iteration of Champions was first released December 2016. Yeah, um, I don't know if this is an older team. Yeah, we'll have to do some research on Champions, but yeah. that's cool. If, 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 he, if he just called it, that'd be impressive. So, get yeah. it, get it, Gavin. Get that impressive call out early. <laughs> and uh, I'm not jealous at all of your love for Jeff. Um, just saying. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. I think we need less love from the listeners these days because of my uh, stance on Star Wars. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I, I mean, think, I, think it, I, think it's, I think it's affecting things. I think, you uh, also have gotten the least amount of outright hate, though. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know about that. No, you remember the uh, the steampunk douche comment that I got oh, way back when? Uh, oh, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I read it daily. I read it daily. <laughs> I remember the steampunk douchebag. Uh, but you know, uh, you know, that's 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 one guy's opinion. I'm assuming he doesn't listen anymore. Oh man, I want more of those. That was fun. That was a that fun was read. Fun. So uh, go on to. Apple Podcast this week, guys. Give us a five-star review and uh, insult us. That's what we really want. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a full, just like, insulting Matt and Jeff episode, just so, similar to what we did with the Star Wars is better than Star Trek episode yesterday. Yeah. It's a, it's just, it's a roast. It's a roast. It's a roast. Sorry. Uh, rat Race reference, anyone? No? Okay. Really? Um, rat Race? Rat Race, that movie where he's like, like it's a race. Of it's all race. movies? <laughs> Yeah, um, it's a roast. It's a roast. Okay, we're, we're tired. Apparently, uh, yeah, we're yeah, we're night. We're not hanging in there well. Let us know what you think of the Black Widow trailer, guys. Uh, let us know what you're looking forward to. We're we're getting close to new content. We got Runaways in a few weeks, and we've got um, Runaways in a few weeks, and we've got uh, Shield coming back real soon. So pumped to talk about all this stuff uh if you want to reach out to us hit us up at mcucast.com at mcucast on twitter facebook.com slash mcucast mcucast gmail.com or call us at 573-CAST-MCU and if you want to support the podcast which might allow us to do more shows like we talked earlier about our idea to cover all the fox x-men movie on a different feed um if you like that idea 
go support us on Patreon. We were planning, we're planning to try to make that show, but it would be way easier if we have more, the more support we get, the more time we can spend on this stuff. So, uh, we love you guys. We'll be back soon. Peace. Oh, and check out, I hope you like just a drone. I'm about to play this new song. Hope you like it. Until next time, true believers. never alone you're surrounded by family your home i never had to navigate this complexity what i'd machinate was spoon fed to me but along came the enterprise and my wheeze turned to eyes i'm just a drone trying to make it in this life on my own no voices in my head no cue to call home i'm just a drone This life of being one It's fraught with choices and questions But answers, I have none There's this limit to my processing power I can't be sure what might happen this next hour What's it worth to be an individual? If it hurts, it makes you so damn cynical I guess I'm willing to pay that Because I know I can't go back I'm just a drone Trying to make it in this life on my own No voices in my head, no cue to call home just a drone It's so tempting to let any voice come rushing in I'm so lonely A strong voice to take the lead And tell me who they think that I should be Just